0: Welcome to Feelings and Healings with Bella Lucia. This podcast was inspired by my own personal healing journey. When I began my healing journey, I learned to identify with my feelings. And this podcast, I created it because when you identify with your feelings, you ask the question of why, why am I making these choices? Why am I feeling this way? And those whys led me to start blogging. They led me to start writing and illustrating my children's book series, focusing on the characters, etc. And that led me to guesting another podcast and meeting other guests and other hosts who have really amazing stories. And I wanted to create a platform where I could invite these people back and be able to hear about their journeys be able to hear about what's made them make the choices they have and explore that. And it's amazing because when we speak to these people, we're hearing the different ways they got there. And every way is unique. I'm excited to have you on this journey. It will be a combination of people from all different walks of life who are pursuing different entrepreneurial, even more traditional careers, And through their journeys, we can all learn something and identify in our own special way. Thank you for being here, and I look forward to sharing this episode with you. Hello, and welcome back to another episode of Feelings and Healing with Bella Lucia. This Sunday coming up is National Children's Book Day. And as I was looking at my calendar and thinking, you know, I wanted to do a solo podcast on this, I honestly thought, who doesn't love a children's book, right? The stories are colorful, they're playful, and there's such a range of topics and subjects and needs that are out there. Like, it's really fascinating how this wealth of knowledge, this wealth of array, and I've been doing research as both a writer and illustrator, and also thinking about what do I want to talk about when I think of National Children's Book Day. And I was reading this one article which I found very intriguing, and it was about reading to your child. And it listed five topics, and it went, in, of course, deeper than I'm going to go into right now, about why it's important for your child to read and to read your child. And it focused on emotions, different people, challenges, vocabulary, and escape. And I couldn't, and I thought about it, though, and I really feel that children's books are as much for us, our own inner child and our critical parent, as much for our child. And what a beautiful way to connect So I wanted to start on that. I often, when I talk about reading and coloring, these are all very intimate activities. And the thing with reading to your child or reading with somebody else or reading to yourself is it's a very intimate moment. And the more we read and reread a book, the more the characters and the concepts become one of us and we're able to identify and relate to that. And it's really, it's really beautiful. So if you think of it from a, a children's um, children's book point of view, from the very start, one of the things that I often do, and I, I realize a lot of other people do this too, is I gift children's books to my friends, to my family, And I hear of a lot of couples that read to their child while it's in the womb. And if we think about it, it's not only bonding with that child that's growing, it's also you bonding bonding with your, your spouse, with your significant other, and that's really beautiful. The other piece of this too, with children's books going on that, it's an opportunity for us to connect with our inner child and inner child of our of others around us, I find I'm often asking my family members as well as my friends what, to, especially when the child's young, before the child's really at that point where they're able to really communicate what they want. You know that that age where. Pretty much anything goes. You focus more on the parent. And I find it's a beautiful moment to learn more about the adult, see their inner child come out, what books speak to them, what authors touch them. And when it comes to books that are timeless, like The Very Hungry Caterpillar or my family's favorite now, Little Blue Truck, and of course I'm a huge Corduroy fan, You know the conversations that come up are are really beautiful and I know I mentioned it before only a few minutes ago but it gives us that opportunity to connect with our own emotions and also the emotions of others and see what lights each other up what what excites each other and that's really that's really beautiful the other piece of this, too, is when I think about different people. So, you know, moving forward, you know, the child's a little bit older. They have the opportunity to express what they like, what they don't like. A friend of mine who is also a fellow author brought this up to me and made a point that most children's books are, uh, excuse me, are either, are, most majority of them are animals And if they're not animals, they're Caucasian people. And she chose, she's African-American, and she chose to have her book illustrated and focus on an African-American girl in her book. And she said to me, I wanted to create something that represented a a group of people that aren't seen in books. And it was a really beautiful conversation between us because when we talked about it, I saw her point of view and I shared that I actually draw animals because I didn't want people to feel limited. I wanted people to feel welcome. I wanted people to feel that they could relate and adapt what I'm writing to their families. I didn't want it so specific that people would feel unwelcome. You're never going to please everybody, but I want at least to present the opportunity for everyone to feel welcome at the table and make the choice to feel welcome. And it is interesting because I've talked to different people that say, you know, they look for books with certain purposes in order to introduce their child to certain concepts. And to me, when I'm talking to the adult, it's also an eye-opener, an eye-opener of further conversations of seeing the world through someone else's eyes. Another beautiful thing is, again, the challenges. You know, I'm always curious to see how people handle things, see how people adapt to things. And ironically, my series, the Bella Lucia book series, is actually... The foundation, the the mission is communication, as I discuss very often. However, I will be honest; like I have focused on challenges that we all go through, and I wanted to be challenges that are relatable. We all go from a bay a crib to a big girl, big boy bed. We all learn to dress ourselves. We all learn to read. We all most of us do learn to ride a bike, et cetera, et cetera. And I wanted that because life is about challenges and life is about learning how to work through things, learning falling falling down and picking ourselves up and you know, accepting help from others, but also recognizing our responsibility to choose to move forward and work through that. And in light of that, with the challenges. The other big piece when I write is I wanted to stress that we can't shut out the negative feelings either. We need to give space for the negative feelings to be processed, to learn how to identify and accept them. And by doing that, we do make our way to the positive feelings. It's, it's impossible to live life without experiencing the negative along with the positive. And through my own healing journey, I'm learning that through experiencing the negative feelings, we do make our way to the positive. And it does make us stronger. And by learning how to process those negative feelings, when they come up again, we have better tools of how to work through them. And it's different for each of us. And that's the further step too, is learning to respect each other and then giving that space for adaptation and figuring out how, how that works for each other, which is really beautiful. So with that, we're going to take a quick little break. I have a little commercial for you and talk about an intimate activity. Here's a little something about coloring. When was the last time you did some coloring? Did you know that coloring has some amazing benefits like improving focus, motor skills, and even sleep? The best part, coloring is not just for kids. Adults should do it too. So when you and your kiddo color together, you're not just spending quality time. You're also doing great things for your minds. Get your free Christina Lucia coloring drawing today at the link and let the coloring begin. And we're back. (laughs) So going on, you know, again, children's book, the intimacy of reading to your child, there's an intimacy, too, about talking about this. Again, the other topic that I read, and vocabulary has come up a lot. When I first decided to write my children's series and when I was doing my deep dive, deep dive, excuse me, looking for an editor, looking for publishing options, et cetera, et cetera. One of the things that came up to me was the vocabulary, ensuring it had the popular, excuse me, the popular, the appropriate appropriate vocabulary for that reading group. And that's really important. And again, I feel like that's another further communication, um, another talking point for us to have as adults is this space to see how we react to the vocabulary, how we react to the reading. I personally love to do a little sing song when I read to my nephew or my, um, or my goddaughter or my friend's kids. I, I do voices, especially when there's a character that's well known um, where the wild things are you know, those pages with just illustrations. I definitely add my own commentary. I feel the need to add a little extra. And the irony too is that book actually scared me when I was a kid. It actually made me really nervous. But now as an adult, I actually genuinely enjoy it. I think it's a beautiful story, amazing illustrations, just really, really wonderful. And that's another thing too about children's books, not to jump around here, but it's interesting how... There are books that really touch us as a child and continue to touch us as an adult, but then at the same time, there are ones that sometimes they make our ways, make our ways into our hearts as adults, and that's really beautiful, too. And the other thing about books in general that I find what I like to read, because I was not a reader as a kid. I like being read, too. And I went through a phase of not reading, and I was bullied a lot about that. I was bullied about not being a writer. And the irony now is, not only am I a writer, I'm also a super super avid reader. Whenever I go away, I always have two or at least three books in my bag. And three books usually isn't even enough for a vacation for me. I should have four or five in there because I I will tear through a book. Given the if I have a full day just to read, it's really crazy. But however. What got me back into books is realizing what a beautiful escape it is. That opportunity, and again, it's going back to the opportunity to adapt the story to us, to make it relatable to what we're going through, to fulfill a need, to find a comfort, and I love. There are certain books that I've reread so many times. And I'm actually rereading my favorite book right now, "The Time Traveler's Wife." And I always read it when I want comfort. I always read it when I want. Oh, I just I want a friend when I am when looking for a friend. Like that's where I go. However, there are times late at night where I'll pull out a children's book and I'll read that. And you know there are so many different ways to read a book. There's the reading for pleasure, there's reading for analytical reasons, et cetera, et cetera. And that's a beautiful thing too. And when I talk to other people about books like how to why to engage your children how to engage your children in reading effectively and whatnot, I'm learning more and more that it's important to read for different reasons but it's also important to give ourselves space to read for these different reasons and with that said you know again moving back to what I said about inner child you know it's okay to read a book for just pleasure but then again it's also okay to read a book for analytical reasons and when it comes down to engaging our children into reading these are things too that we can do you know we can we can make time we can set time for the set boundaries that so there's time for the playful reads but there's also time for the required reading as well and there's something precious about that you know and so when i saw it was national children's book day i couldn't resist the urge to hop on and record a a solo episode about this because there is there's just something so magical about children's books, the illustrations, the wording, the rhymes. I I have so many books I love and um, adore and gifting a book to a child is, is so amazing. And on that note, I, I will share this, a personal memory. So I was at my friend's house and I had gifted her one of her children, dinosaurs love underpants. It's an adorable book. Unfortunately, I can't remember the author right now. Super cute book. A year after I gave it to them, I went over to visit. And the day I gave it to my friend's son, I must have read it a dozen times, if not more. And I couldn't pronounce half of the dinosaurs' names. It was quite a funny, um, quite a funny moment for me. A little embarrassing, but it was such a cute book. And I couldn't say no to him. I couldn't say no to this kid. He is just such a love bug. And when I was at my friend's house several months later, the book was ripped and from where? Not not ripped, but ripped from like being open and closed so many times and it really warmed my heart. It warmed my heart because that book, I saw that book worn from reading, but also I saw on the shelf all these books I had given her children. Over the past several years, and it just was so beautiful to see to have that opportunity to contribute to someone's home, to see love, love of a story, to see these books being reread and loved and shared, and it was just really magical. And um, I will end on the note that I hope. That happens in my series, too. Uh, I just made a big announcement uh, yesterday that my first book is live on Amazon. It's the first of 15 books. And so when I think of National Children's Day, I know I'm talking a lot about inner child and the way these books can relate to all of us and open up paths for communication. But I do pray that my books are going to do this, that my books are going to be books that allow each of you to speak about emotions, identify with different people, present challenges, enhance vocabulary, and most of all, provide an escape for you and your little one to somewhere really beautiful. Well, with that said, I wish you a most beautiful day and I look forward to seeing you soon. Lots of love, everyone. This wraps up another episode of Feelings and Healings at Bella Lucia. Thank you for being here. It really is an honor to share these stories with you. And I pray that you're able to take something special away from it. Remember that we all deserve to feel and we all deserve the space to be our true selves. And I pray that you find that space and time for yourself today and every day. I will be back soon with a new episode a new story, a new guest, and I can't wait to have you here till next time.